Hey guys, and welcome back to the Foots, Bants and Everything In Between podcast with me, Marcus Darwin. Match day 15 of 38. Manchester United fans, why is that such a good sign for you? The three musketeers? Well, they, this match day we had three different Premier League winners. And also, a bit of an upset. At Goodison Park. And Eddie Howe gets his first win as Newcastle manager. So, without further ado, let's jump straight into it. So, we've got to start with the West Ham-Chelsea game, don't we? Chelsea went to the Olympic Stadium. Uh, honestly, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game, but I thought Chelsea would, would win. But no, completely opposite. West Ham beat Chelsea 3-2 and it was a freak winning goal by Masu Masuaku um, and Mendy played bloody awful that game, he really did and it was a freak goal in the 87th minute by Masuaku that got West Ham the win and Chelsea dropped three points in a title title race that they really can't afford to drop many points at all you know they've already they've lost two games this season City have also lost two Liverpool have only lost one you know it's it's looking a bit shaky it's looking a bit shaky but yeah they've got they've still got a buffer of six points from fourth place that top three is definitely secured but there's there's two points in it from third to first. It's Chelsea in third with 33 points, Liverpool second with 34 points, and Man City first with 35 points. Yep, Chelsea, Chelsea didn't even get outplayed, but West Ham got lucky, and it was a poor performance by their keeper, who's been so trustworthy since he's been at Chelsea in that number one role. So, bad day at the office for Chelsea. Moving on, we have Newcastle finally getting a win. And it comes against Burnley. And it's because of Cam Ca Callum. Callum Wilson, 40th minute goal. And other than possession, Newcastle dominated, really. And that helps the Newcastle situation because they're no longer bottom. They are now 19th. They are still three points away from safety. And they were on. E they are now on equal points as Burnley, who sit 18th, but with a game in hand on the teams above because of that game against Tottenham that was cancelled. Norwich also sit bottom with 10 points, so it is just goal difference with those um, top three team, uh, bottom three teams. But yeah, it's actually quite it's, it's tighter at the bottom than it is at the top. But no. Um, you know, Burnley, of course, have that game in hand. But the goal, the goal difference between Newcastle and Norwich. Norwich have got have conceded ten more than than Newcastle in terms of their goal difference. So we've got Burnley on minus seven goal difference, Newcastle on minus thirteen, and Norwich on minus twenty three. So that's definitely something that. Um, Eddie Howe and 
you know, Dean Smith have to be have to be wary of. But yep, good good result for Newcastle this weekend at the St James Park. And then we have Wolves, Liverpool, another top three team going at it. And it was honestly I thought it was gonna be a draw watching the game, but then super sub Origi comes on, Klopp gets him and he goes, Just just be Origi. I t- I'll tell you what, you know, the streets will never forget memes. It's like, when I look at you. Anyway, that song. Um, the old FIFA one. And you've got the, like, streets will never forget. That will be a Divock Origi. I'll tell you, he's one of the most super sub, super subs I've ever seen. Bonus 94th minute goal for him. And, yep, good result for Liverpool. I feel like Klopp would be a bit angry with their performance. Seems like they should have done a bit better, but hey-ho, they still got the win. That's all that matters. Southampton and Brighton, they drew 1-1. Bit of a dull game, really. It was, well, it, it was dull. Brighton didn't play very good. Neil Mope in the 98th minute doing what Mope does, scoring last-minute goals. Um... Yeah, honestly, other than that, that was that was the only bit of excitement. Brighton sit ninth, so they're still doing well in the Premier League. They are seven points away from top four, four points away from sixth, five points away from fifth. So, yeah, very good. But they are also only, how many is that? If we're looking at the middle of the table, we've got, Southampton in 16th, Leeds 15th, Crystal Palace 14th, Brentford 13th, Everton 12th, and Leicester and Aston Villa 11th and 10th, respectively. You know, you've got Southampton, Leeds and Crystal Palace on 16 points each, and then you've got Brentford on 17, then you've got Everton on 18, and then you've got Leicester and Aston Villa on 19-19. Then you're Brighton on... this Premier League table review at the end of the episode is actually going to be quite amusing to get into. But yeah, a bit of a boring game. Uh, Watford 1, Man City 3. Man City showing the other Manchester uh, Manchester club how to actually beat um, Watford. And it was Bernardo Silva who is the only player in contention of player of the season with Mohamed Salah right now. He has to be. Bernardo Silva is playing amazing. Although he has only got one more goal than Allison this season, if you remember that Allison corner header, was a can't believe that was this season, but yeah, Bernardo Silva showing Guardiola why he should have been playing him other seasons properly as well. Good on good on him for taking his opportunity. It was a good goal by Sterling as well. Honestly, Man City are just looking really, really, really good, but. I still think it's going to be Liverpool who win the league. I just think Salah's going to go another level beyond crazy. But you've got to take your hat off to João Cancelo. You know, he's been playing phenomenal. Bernardo Silva and João Cancelo talk about taking your opportunities when you're sort of like in and out the team. Fair play to them. Uh, We've now got, you know, Leeds 2, Brentford 2. Quite a good game, but... You know, you have a you have a last minute equaliser by Patrick Bamford, so you can imagine the scenes. Uh, Bielsa's leads dominated. 
playing Bielsa ball, really. But that's what Bielsa ball is. But is Bielsa ball good enough in the Premier League? Is it, like... I think it's flawed in my opinion. Brentford doing well as a as a new team. It was it was like it's like a championship game, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. We move on. Man United won. Crystal Palace nil. Ralph Ragnick's first game in charge for Manchester United. And this is what I said in the introduction. You know, you've got match day fifteen of thirty eight. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was in charge for twelve games. Michael Carrick was in charge of two, and now you've got. Uh, Ralph Ragnick coming in and taking charge of the 15th and Man United played like a different team granted they only had 45 minute training session with the new manager I feel like they did pretty well and Fred played amazing he got the winner great goal by him Sancho played well Rashford meh the defense played well Lindelof Dalo took his opportunity he was in instead of Wambasaka, Latellas took his opportunities that's still in for sure. Don't really know what's going on for sure. Lingard and Martial left out the team because of illness. Greenwood came on and so did Anthony Alanga. And this is something that I hope Ragnik does more of. I hope he gives the youth more of an opportunity. Alanga looked pretty dangerous when he was on the pitch. So yeah, good good game for Manchester United with a new manager. Uh, talking about new managers, Antonio Conte. Antonio Conte's Spurs. Beat Dean Smith's Norwich City 3-0. It was a proper dominant performance by them. Lucas in the 10th minute. Evanson Sanchez 67th minute. And then Sonny in the 77th minute. Uh, Tottenham didn't dominate possession. They dominated shots. They dominated shots on target. They didn't dominate passes. Pass accuracy was less as well. You know, they committed more fouls. But they got the results. I'm telling you. You ban catch-up, your players will start performing. That's... If you... Go, FIFA, EA, if you're listening, can you allow manager mode? Can you allow us to ban catch-up for the players? Because I want to be playing like that Spurs team beat Norwich. I can hear you again screaming, it's only Norwich, it's only Norwich. Well, who cares, you know? You can say the same thing about Man City and Watford, it's only Watford. But then I hear you guys saying, oh, yeah, it's only Watford, but they beat Man United 4-1. Look, I don't care. You can think what you want. But I can guarantee that the teams like Watford, Norwich, Crystal Palace, you know, Burnley, Newcastle, if they were in La Liga, they'd be getting, you know, they'd be competing with the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid and Atletico. I've, you can quote me on that. You can put me on the tabloids. Do whatever you want with that. But that is fact and you know it. Uh, moving on, we've got Aston Villa 2. Leicester City 1. Another great result for Gerrard's... Gerrard's... Gerrard's Villa. Um, against Brennan Rogers Leicester. You know, I think Leicester are just losing it, to be honest. It was Barnes who opened the scoring in the 14th minute. But then Esri Conter with the double 17th minute. And then the 54th minute. Looking here, Leicester, you know, it was, it was it's an even game, really, between the two. They actually stopped the two Midlands and the Midland derby. I think that's what it's called, right? The two Midland clubs actually stopped to applause a young uh, Birmingham player that... Uh, not Birmingham player, but Birmingham fan that passed away, sadly, last week. I'm actually going to try and find if I can see what it was. Let me see here. I'm just looking at my computer. 
no, I can't really see anything here without having to type my keyboards too loud. Oh, here we go. Um, Arthur Labin, La Arthur Hughes. I I'm not gonna try and say his middle name because I don't wanna disrespect anything. But yeah, Leicester, um, Leicester Villa, good game. You'd expect to be see to be a good game. And Gerrard's Aston Villa actually just got drawn to play Manchester United in the FA Cup third round. So that's going to be interesting. I think it, it's at Old Trafford. So it's going to be a good game to see Gerrard at Old Trafford again. And then uh, lastly, this happened last night. I'm recording this on Tuesday. It's going to be uploaded straight after this. Everton 2, Arsenal 1, Damari Gray. Talk about needing a winner. Wow. What, what a goal. You know, it's a goal worthy of his last name, Gray. 92nd minute. So Richarlison actually scored a hat-trick. But two of them were offside. Odegaard opened the scoring in the 45th minute. Richarlison in the 80th minute. Then Damari Gray in the 92nd minute. It was such an Arsenal performance. Arteta said that he wasn't happy with with the with the way that Arsenal played either. The Gooners, the Gunners, the Pooners, the Punjabis. They're just smelly at this point. They they are they are really smelly. Smelly enough to be sitting seventh in the table. That's a I'm a Man United fan whip. We're only we're only sixth. We're only sixth, one point away from the smelliness. But to say that we were tenth and they were sixth, you know, two days ago, it's quite mad. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at this on my notes, and it does actually say that Godfrey deserved a red card, and I honestly think he he. Look, if I was an Arsenal fan and I saw that Godfrey challenge where he he did he didn't do it on purpose, he's looking the other way. He puts his foot down in a natural position and it ends up on someone's face. If I'm not a Man United, if I'm not a Man United fan, I'd be screaming that that should be a red card. I would be, but the fact that I don't like Arsenal, I look at it with the with the more clear perspective that you know what maybe. He was just trying to put his foot in a natural position. I don't see anything wrong with it. So, yeah, that was this week's games. It was entertaining. We've definitely got our winners of this week, and it has to be West Ham and Tottenham are our winners of this week. And our losers of this week have to be Chelsea for dropping points, I feel, and Arsenal. Yeah. And actually, you know what? <laughs> We've got to say that Southampton and Brentford as well, in a way, because of those last-minute goals. But yeah, let's have a look at what the league table's saying from top to bottom. I'm just going to be saying team and points like always. So we've got Man City with 35, then Liverpool 34, Chelsea 33, West Ham 27. So there's a big drop, six, six points for between fourth and third. Tottenham with a game in hand, sitting in fifth, 25 points. Man United, 24 points. Arsenal, 23 points. Wolves, 21 points. Brighton, 20 points. Aston Villa, 19 points. Leicester City, 19 points. Everton, 18. 
Brentford 17, Crystal Palace 16, Leeds 16, Southampton 16, Watford 13, Burnley 10, Newcastle 10, Norwich 10. I'm actually just curious that the teams with the 16 points each, those three teams, the goal difference is minimal. It's actually it's Leeds United and Southampton are equal on goal difference as well. Crystal Palace have, you know, five more goals than them and they're equal on goal difference with the team above them. Brentford with Brentford a point in hand. This has been me, Marcus Darwin. This has been foot spans and everything in between. And oh wait, I've got a huge announcement to make. So if you've made it this long, then well done. And ready for the announcement starting from next formula one season we won't be launching a new podcast but there will be a segment or a weekly yeah a new another weekly episode after a race weekend next season which will be of course it will still be part of the foot spans and everything in between podcast but it will be called Ooh, i'm not sure what the episodes will be called yet but you will be able to differentiate it It'll probably be like, I don't know, uh, Lights Out episode or, so I don't know, I need to think of something original. But anyway, hope you guys like that idea. This has been me, Marcus Darwin. This has been Foot Spans and Everything in Between podcast. And until next time, see you later. Adios.